It's always something with Throt. If it's not technical, he's like, I got something in my eye. And I'm like. Yeah. The, the uh, makeup of this apartment and the building it's in are confusing mm-hmm. to me. But apparently the outside shell is about a foot and a half thick of concrete. And then the inside walls are these red bricks that have holes in them that are just filled with concrete. And <laughs> they're all really, they're really thick. And um, we have to, you know, when you, you know, like run an electrical line down from a plug to a receptacle or vice versa, et cetera, whatever. It's, uh, yeah, it's like doing construction work at the, you know, at the penal colony. The penal colony. You know, like you're just breaking rocks. I don't know. It's, it's really strange. Anyway, this place is full of dust is what I'm trying to say. Why I have complained about this and I know we've all complained about this and I'm going to complain about it again. There is a giant pop-up on my edge thing that says preview Microsoft edge releases early. Got it. Opt out. Just, I just, I know. I I, just leave us alone. Yeah. I just want to talk. I just want to talk to the people who decide to to ruin this product. Ah. Uh, just, look, very clearly a mandate has come down from on high, right? These are, it's not like they're bad people. They're just doing what they're told, you know, like, like Germans in World War II. I don't, it, it's, <laughs> wow. well, I mean, I know, a little extreme, but I, I, know, I know, but no, I mean, right. You got to think if you were to talk to anyone on the windows product team or uh, mm. edge or whatever, choose your teams. Uh, I'm sure they're like, yeah, I know. I can't, we can't stand this either. We don't want this. We want People to love the product. We, you know, mm-hmm. of course they do, right? They go home to their families. You know, they're people, but yeah. it doesn't change the fact that they're abusing their customers every single day, and it's just, it's brutal. Yeah, I keep saying I'm going to go back to. I need to figure out the Alt Tab because I use that all the time. Oh That's... yeah, actually, I'm so I'm surprised more people haven't uh, more people more uh, browsers haven't latched into that. Maybe they can't. Yeah. I don't know. That's one of those classic divisive features. At least they let you turn it off or configure it however you want. But like you, you know, you live and die with this thing. I turn it, it's the first thing I turn off. Like I mm-hmm. couldn't care less about this. But yeah, but no, but that it's it's that's it's always been the problem with Windows, right? Yeah. So anyways, um I once I saw the price, I'm like, eh, maybe I won't ever buy them. But <laughs> Sonos has headphones coming out, which they've been talking about or teasing or whatever we've known about for Five years. years. Five years. And supposedly they've been delayed to mid-year. But mm-hmm. the, prob- the problem is they're like 500 bucks, And unless there's something absolutely <laughs> stunning about them. Yep. Well, I mean, they'll be on sale eventually. Eventually, yeah. I mean, the Wi-Fi... The direct Wi-Fi connection is actually really appealing to me because I tend to walk around my house a lot uh, mm-hmm. with headphones on. And my Bluetooth from my primary PC to my Sony XM4s is what I have now. Uh, I... Here, here's a fun little anecdote for you, Paul Threat. Okay. So I, on my PC upstairs, I have Sony XM4, whatever, they're connected by Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. When I walk to the kitchen, I yeah. am at the absolute end of that bluetooth connectivity range like it is so fragile that a small gust of wind would disconnect it Mm -hmm. so much so that when i use uh the ice maker the little rf interference that that motor gives off to turn the little thing disrupts the bluetooth in the headset so 
yeah you never hear about like cheesecloth or whatever like faraday cage, <laughs> that thing because i get water often but just yeah. uh, put tinfoil on the outside of it that will something just a little bit but yeah yeah that's... you don't really uh, hear about bluetooth extenders no they exist i don't know i don't know i, don't know. I mean it's, it's a marginal like problem yeah. this isn't and if I really want problem. audio everywhere, then I just throw in the AirPods and it's connected to my phone. I, I would say connected to my watch, but that is a terrible experience. Uh, it rarely works for me. So right. for people who are like, what do you mean, Brad? So if you take your phone, throw it in the ocean, and you just have your watch connected to Wi-Fi at home or whatever, yep. you can connect your AirPods directly to your watch. And you can download songs to your, to your watch, apparently, right. supposedly. At least that's what the UI says. And then if you like walk out into your backyard where there's no Wi-Fi or at least weak Wi-Fi, it just, it doesn't just work. It just keeps going. No, it just, oh, it's supposed it, to just, but it's supposed to, it's supposed to just work. It just yeah. works. But it, and you it, have a Wi-Fi only watch, right? Uh, it does have cellular connectivity, but I don't have it turned on currently. Yeah. I mean, so that might change the experience. But um, the problem, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. right. Remember, uh, <laughs> well, you, I, well, I just I know the new, problem. better, new, better, goodest Wi-Fi in my house. So mm -hmm. now my backyard actually has, like, I can stand in the back corner of my yard and it's like 20 right. megs down. Yeah, no, I so, got to bring that here. I, I miss it when I'm here. Yeah. So now I'm wondering if that's going to solve it. This has nothing to do with anything with Sonos, but. <laughs> this, uh, we have some little Huawei thing that uh, I'm pretty sure this little guy from China is staring at me right now as I look at it. And um, it's, it's fine out here. Obviously, I'm, two, I'm ten, less than 10 feet from it. But yeah. when I go in the bedroom, which is not that far away, but again, huge cement walls, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I sometimes have to carry a laptop into this room just to finish a download. Oh. <laughs> like it's just, it's bizarre. And what I is it? 1994 wanna... Paul Theron? Jesus Christ. Well, it's China. So it's like the, like 1994. Uh, it's I, what I want to do eventually is get little blank cameras or something and put them out on the balcony so I can mm -hmm. watch the sunrise and sunset, you know, but, uh, oh, there's no way Wi-Fi is getting out there, you know, while you're there. No, when we're home. Oh, you can I was tuned into it. You know? like, I thought you were just like so I could too lay. lazy to get off the couch. Like, wow, man, look at that sunset. If only yeah, we walked did, ten Paul, feet. We could what I imagined is that you no, were laying no, no. in bed in your place in Mexico with a TV <laughs> on the wall, and you're like, look, we could put the sunrise up on the TV, and it's like, <laughs> no, I have a vague, not a vague. I have a real desire to have something here that I can ping so that I know the internet's working when we're gone, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah so that if something sense. happens to it, we can make a call and get it fixed, right? And yep. so far, we've been pretty lucky. We did have that one trip where. We arrived to no internet, but for the most part, it's been good. Um, but you know, you know what I mean. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. just to be able to check in. Like if you own, I don't want right? to. I'm not trying to spy on anybody who might or might not come in here. I just want something I can like. I can, I can, I can right now go yeah. to my Eero app and say, "Yep, internet's doing great back home." You know, I need something like that. Maybe yep. the, actually, maybe Eero is the solution. That, maybe it really is. Like that solves you know? a couple of your problems, right? Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Yep. Someday they're expensive, as you know. So I bought the last one on sale. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. But. Yeah, they, the the lower end stuff should be coming on sale because they're really like every every Instagram ad I'm getting now is Arrow Wi-Fi Seven or whatever. And oh like, really? Like, okay. I, I'm not buying. I'm not gonna worry about seven anytime soon. No. I'd be happy. Six six E would be great. Yeah, six E is fantastic for what we do, and I'm I'm very happy with this with this setup. So yeah, yeah, not me too. Well, not edge. Excuse me. Yeah. Hmm. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Intel put out some PR thing yesterday. They're like, we're going to have a whole bunch of AI chips, like 100 million by this time next year or whatever. It's like, hey. So do you know who also put out some PR yesterday? Qualcomm? 
Qualcomm. Yeah. Did you see that little no. head-to-head test? So they took a, an X1 Elite laptop. Uh, now, granted, they have a, an optimized version of Stable Diffusion, but they went to the trouble of grabbing one of the Ultra Core, Core Ultra uh, laptops. They configured it optimally for the, for the chipset. So each the CPU, GPU, and MPU were all as optimized as you could be for Stable Diffusion. And that Qualcomm thing outperformed the Intel by seven to one, maybe something like that. It was not, yeah, it was not even close. It wasn't like 1.2 to one. It was not even close. And I guess there's some kind of a, you know, an AI (laughs) benchmark uh, term. I think it might be tops. If that, if you've ever heard of that. Yeah. It sounds Um, familiar. Yeah. These numbers might be wrong off the top of my head, but the Intel core altars are somewhere around 20 and the, uh, the latest Qualcomm is like 42, 45, somewhere there. Mm-hmm. As far as like raw, just raw performance and that kind of stuff. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as always, everyone should take all of those benchmarks with a, a Mount Everest yeah. size. No, I go into a clear eyed, but yeah, I, this might, I Seven mean, to one though is a pretty, that's the, th- and look, uh, we should be clear the, That's not a, it's not an important workload for most people. Mm-hmm. Right. But the thing is, there are also benchmarks popping up where these chips are just doing great. Like, so this is not, we've never seen this, right? We've, right. There's been a lot of talk and a lot of disappointment with each of these releases. And I don't, I'm getting a vibe here, man. I think so this might I will, be it. I, Paul, I will legitimately tell you that is why Stardock did all our ARM stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. We should have talked time. about that already. I'm, I, you know, that was... was directly related to the benchmarks we were seeing. It's like, okay... Maybe like this is so, really the one where it finally becomes like just pick one. It doesn't matter. Curious. So uh, you did the core products, right? So start yes. eleven, uh, groupie, and um, fences, five. fences, right? Yep. And what uh, do you have? I mean, I, I I don't mean to ask you like a forward leaning question like this, but I mean, do you th- do you anticipate perhaps doing other apps as well, or is this kind of the core it, suite for you guys? It it depends. <laughs> like it really no. it really just depends. I think. So the other big one that we will probably do when we do the next release, I think the marching orders for my team will be the backwards doing it probably doesn't make so much sense. But as we release right. new product, yep. then yeah. it, it'll be a consideration. Uh, okay. Like we have a new multiplicity product that we're working on that will yeah. definitely. And this is the KVM yeah. uh, software based KVM, yep. Yep. which works beautifully. Uh, actually, I have a hacked together version that runs on the Surface Pro X. I run it headless. That way, um, that's how I was testing everything. <laughs> nice. Do you? Um, hmm. yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, I don't want to ask. Uh, it's very interesting. So, w- as far as like the engineering effort, so to speak, I mean, is this simply Visual Studio recomp- or checking a box, or do you have? Is there a lot of work, or what's the? It kind of just again, it kind of just depends on the app. Actually, Multiplicity, I believe, will be easier than some of like the fences and the start because start and fences and groupie for that matter are like in the bits tinkering. Like yep. it's not just a, an app that runs in a little sandbox and all we did was just recompile it for ARM. Uh, right. We had to do some stuff to make sure that it functioned, which is why it's in beta right now. I, I will tell you though, Paul, one of the biggest drivers for doing start mm-hmm. uh, with it was we got a lot of contact from people running parallels on Mac. I mean, like a non a insignificant yeah. number of people like, hey, I well, I mean, this. that makes sense, right? I mean, yep. today, the, I mean, the most, yeah, that's probably the biggest part of the audience. Well, it's, a, it's the uh, best ARM, unfortunately, it is the best ARM experience available 
today if you want it. So do they are they looking for like coherence integration stuff or like what's their they deal? They just wanted to start. They, they just want it there. Oh, I see. This was the request. I see. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was surprised. I talked to Parallel. This is a while ago now, but when I talked to them, I was very surprised. And they were a little surprised too. Like most uh, Parallels users don't use coherence, which to me mm -hmm. is the obvious thing to do. And yeah, coherence is that mode where it blends the Windows and Mac desktops together. Yeah. So you're running the Mac and you just run Windows apps next to Mac apps, right? Mm -hmm. They're just they work normally. And I, you know, as a Windows guy, it's like, yeah, no, I get wanting to run Windows. But I mean, you're a Mac guy running a Mac and you have some app need, you know, that you want to run. So you would think this is the normal thing for most people. It's not. Mm -hmm. and no, I don't it's, know it's really not. Yeah, it's curious. So, yeah, we'll see. The, the Snapdragon stuff looks interesting. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, we've been we've been led down a path before uh, yes. with these guys. Yes, but, yes. but this is, the, you know, they're taking a long time to get it out there. But every once in a while, there's this indication like, no, actually, I think we got it right this time. So hope springs well, one eternal. One of the bigger updates too is i so i still have the surface pro x that's what i use um, yeah. for this stuff is actually windows 11 on arm has made some mm -hmm. pretty significant improvements yeah. compared to what yeah. windows 10 on arm was right right yeah yeah so right i mean i i have a uh, would you do you remember off the top of your head what the chipset is on that one the... oh god no it's 8cx or something i don't know yeah, I feel it's like the, it, it's the first I, gen. It was the very first one. I yeah, I have something similar at home. It's an HP, but it's either an HCX or an H6 Gen two, maybe if that is a thing. And maybe mm -hmm. they're on Gen three now, and now I, something like that. But it's it's okay. I mean, data, you know, standard productivity, blah blah blah, whatever. You know, yeah, it's getting there. Yeah, you're getting there. <laughs> I'm getting to bed. <laughs> <laughs>